Alright guys, so we have this podcast, we've been going for like 300 and some change episodes. 10 years. Fucking eternity long. Today's a very special episode. I'm introducing a new segment called MPM Classic. If you could introduce something to the show, be it a segment or anything, any kind of like creative input that is just modifies the format in some way... If you could just change it, like, just for an episode, what would you what would you add in? Me first. Cheats first. I already got it. And just the a corner, a, a, t- a ten minute period where we don't make fun of you. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was gonna ask, like, is it gonna be me- cheats not being on the podcast? <laughs> See, that's the low hanging fruit. <laughs> I was gonna say um, no sleeping on the podcast. I'm gonna say, I mean, probably at this point, be actually Stevens, but I was gonna say Phillips movie or uh, music scraps. Because I remember when you used to edit it, and in particular, I can't remember the exact episode, but there was a segment you kept, you were trying to get it just right when you were actually editing it, editing it. so it was just kind of oh, like right. crazy biological, kill yourself pill, and it was just that over and over again, <laughs> and like, me and Bill H in the, were in the background, I think Ed was there too, he just kept doing that, so it was just like, dwam, 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 crazy biological, blam, 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 kill yourself pill, just that. So, just adding in bits from, Stephen basically would have to cut the parts that are driving him totally insane and just put him and make him into a song. Yes. And there are many. There are many. Like, I could make an entire song of Philip burping. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would be so happy if you did. That'd Dude, be the best. Steve, I, I know one recently that aggravated Steve, and I, I actually feel bad for this. The last episode we were doing without you, I, like... I was concentrating so hard on not sneezing that I couldn't, like, signal that I was about to sneeze. So then I just sneeze, and so just, yeah! And I'm just picturing Steve and just, just put in metal music, just, yeah! And then just go. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, a cannibal it's an editor's song. worst nightmare. There are many things. In the last ten years of editing podcasts, like, I've learned many, many things. And one thing I will never be able to fix is being able to hear D-Hart while Cheat sneezes right next to his face. I'm, I'm sorry. I really am. I've got a habit of being quiet or mumbly or both. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that makes things pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a deadly combination for sure. Like honestly, it was worse before cheats came on the podcast, and for a while, I believe it was uh, it was me, Philip Dehart, and Mark. Were you both on the podcast at the same time? For Mark a and... very short stint, I think we all, we were all around. <laughs> I I totally yeah. At that point, it was the worst because it was, because I mumble a lot too, and I and I. Uh, and Mark's fucking deaf lung. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mark had fucking black lung, so he was just like <laughs> hacking and coughing the entire time. I fumble with my words a lot. Philip, you say um a lot and burp a lot, and Dehart, like you said, you mumble a lot and, and you're quiet. Your your levels go up and down. So it's it's literally my worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> like whenever the four of us were actually doing things. Yep. Cheats is a little better because he's sleeping most of the time, so I don't really have to edit anything out. <laughs> I changed my answer to, yeah, I just want to not be on the podcast. <laughs> the format's week of just quitting. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, um, all of these things would be a lot easier to edit if we had any kind of motivation to get more, like, equipment. <laughs> we just have the one road podcasting mic, and just, that's just how we do it. This is just how we do it, just to drive Steven completely fucking crazy. <laughs> I believe the genre we fall into is lo-fi. Yes. Mm, very good. Dehart, that's very of us. I feel like we could just steal the nerds on film thing since that 
that particular, kind of retired, technically. It's kind of retired. Yeah. So we just take a topic and don't have to watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, especially at this point, because I listened to our very first episode today, um, and I was cutting it down so that it would be bite-sized for this to play during this podcast. And I'm like, we are seriously bitching about the same exact shit. <laughs> like, it almost doesn't matter what fucking movie we watch. It's just like, this fucking script, these dumb fucking actors, this <laughs> this low-budget, stereotypical plot. Not a single cell will survive. That's true. I'm kind of we curious. It. We're all going to die down here. <laughs> I'm kind of curious how many instances where we've talked about what someone got paid, and I've just said, I bet he did it for a sandwich. <laughs> Or just any any random individual object. I think at one point it was a Subway sandwich, specifically. <laughs> yeah. like not even a very good sandwich. Just like a cheap, shitty sandwich you just can go and buy. Steven, did you have an idea, or was it just uh... One thing that I liked that we used to do every once in a while that we kind of moved away from was we would sometimes do like a longer episode on a group of movies, and we move, went through them kind of fast, so... If you guys remember, I'm not sure who was on the podcast at this point, but we did like a horror musicals episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we did a um, a video game, or not a video game. Board game. Board, board games. Movies. Yeah. We did a board games movies episode. We did a whole so, Batman episode. A lot of us got away with not watching a lot of those movies. <laughs> yeah. We just watched one each. Well, no. We, I think we split them up. We didn't talk about board games specifically. We were talking about toys. Movies based That's on right. toys. Well, it was and games and toys. Included. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Clue was in there, and Battleship was in there. Fucking Battleship. Transformers. And that was the first time I watched the uh, He-Man holiday special. (laughs) God, what a treat. (laughs) I think it'd be cool sometime in the future to to do that a couple of times, and like pick a kind of subgenre of movies where we can each like watch one or two, and then like do like five or six movies and kind of move through them fast. Especially if it's something like that's really simple. Right. It's like for like randomly slashers not a whole lot of those are that different but if we you know if you all watched a couple of stupid ones that no one's ever heard of <laughs> we would have something to pull together a, a whole show out of. yeah <laughs> slashers are interesting because they like you said they're not really that different until you get into foreign slashers and then it's like oh, okay so we're just gonna make donald donald duck sounds <laughs> while we're murdering people or uh <laughs> super low budget stuff yeah i mean because well, that stuff is all over the place because they don't have any rules. No one's putting any money into it. There are no investors to please. Shark Exorcist. Exactly. I was going to say, a good example of an episode where we could have done that with was the Mockbusters. Because we couldn't even make it through an entire month. So, like, we could have done, like, four of them in one episode. and then we, I know we made it through a whole entire month, but... Uh, oh, I thought we tapped it out. It felt like a lot longer. <laughs> no, we definitely, we definitely did because uh, I've seen a lot of those now. And I definitely had not seen, you know... <laughs> I'm not even gonna recall them. There was a lot of them based on Hansel and Gretel somehow, or like just fairy tales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because fairy tale characters are public domain; they don't have to pay for. Them. Oh, what was that one that was that we did the the oh grim event a grim Avengers? Yeah, that's or it. whatever. Yeah, terrible. What the fuck. <laughs> so fucking shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, uh, the reason I bring this up is because I am today forcibly bringing in a new segment that we might sometimes do called Motion Picture Meltdown Classics, where we're going to re-review movies we already reviewed in Season 1 that no longer exist on the internet, so there's no way for anybody to listen to them. We may as well review them again if they're worth a shit to review. Like, for instance, Bones. Or Mad Max. Maybe, even if they're not. 
Yeah, even if they were just even <laughs> the worst movies ever made. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited to talk about uh, Mortal Kombat with you three. Like, I got to talk about it with Philip, but I never, I've never, i never gotten to podcast that movie with Cheats or D-Hart. Yeah. Oh, you really want to go into the, uh, <laughs> the Paul Anderson movies again? I want to go into the nether realm. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean... That, yeah, I was say, so what you're saying is that I can eventually pick Mortal Kombat and Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mortal Kombat. Super Mario Brothers wasn't the first wasn't the first season. Yeah, that's that episode is up. So, so suck it, cheese. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I thought I you were going to talk about uh, Mortal Kombat plus a Resident Evil movie. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> that's what I thought. Option. That's where I thought it was going. <laughs> Why would you do this, Dart? You did it. Stop. <laughs> Yeah. You think he's gonna stop? No. We could get this over with it if you helped me, but never. you won't. I will never help you. <laughs> I'll never join Honestly, you. No. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> no. That's my favorite video on the internet. <laughs> just Darth Vader making fun of Luke Skywalker, and just going no, and he goes no, no. So good. The absolute best. Okay, so without further ado, I think we can start the show. Yeah, welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. Andy Hart. And Philip, you're back, sir. Yes, I have returned from my Kickstarter or Indiegogo or whatever I said it was. <laughs> it was Indiegogo, and uh, when I looked it up, it was a uh, Zodiac Killer doc that never got funded. <laughs> <laughs> funny. If you type in the words Demon Seaman into Indiegogo, that's what you get. Solid. So good. Okay, so today I've decided to bring back an episode that we... It was the very, very first episode of Motion Picture Meltdown, and in honor of that, I'd like to play clips from it. But also, we're doing Slice, which is a extremely hot diggity movie, 2018, featuring a bunch of first-time actors and some rappers and some all kinds of good stuff in there. And also just, like, dudes that I'm really shocked are in this movie. Like, uh, Chris Parnell... It's like, what the fuck is he doing in this movie? Right? Yeah, Paul Shear. Yeah. He gets work, like a lot of work. So what the, why the fuck <laughs> is he in this movie? <laughs> also a Hannibal Burris for exactly one scene. Yeah. Long enough though. I mean he's no, in I don't it. Think so. <laughs> I mean it could be longer, I guess. But strap in. It's it's two thousand, probably what, eight or nine. Two thousand nine. When the very first episode is recorded. Just to set the stage a little bit, it's I'm just bored one time, and I had been mulling this idea. Steven is like, why aren't we doing a podcast about shitty movies? We're trying to come up with a name for it. We're fucking, you know, putting together, like, little ideas here and there. Finally, I was just like, we're never going to do it if we don't just fucking do it. So I just called you on Skype, and I'm just like, you just watched Shrooms, so fucking tell me about it. So I'd never seen it before. And Cheats is sitting there and had just watched Shrooms with us as well. Cheats, remarkably, was on the first episode of Motion Picture Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> It's so bizarre. It's like he incepted us. It's like I had... I, when Cheats started on the show, I'm just like, oh, cool, we're, we're bringing Cheats on. And it's like, no. Cheats was literally already there. Yeah. <laughs> like, well... It, Always it, there. Everything is Cheats. So, it, well, fucking... We it, are Cheats. It started out, like, you bringing that up, and, like, at the time, I, I had just moved from Austin down, like, down this direction. And so I lived really close to Steven... And so, I don't know how it got started, but Steve and I were just hanging out, and it was just like, we just went to fucking book a movie exchange. Literally every weekend. Like, every weekend. And every, just loaded up on all the movies that D-Hart now owns. Because yeah, was, they're at D-Hart's house now. Because it was like, it was like five, 
like it was like five dollars or it was like twenty five dollars for five DVDs or something like that. Right, it's some sort of combination. So like you overpaid for those DVDs. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> most of them were purchased at buybacks for about one ninety nine to three ninety nine. Yeah, and Stephen was just getting just a ludicrous amount of shit, and then we just go back to his house and we just fucking sit and watch movies all weekend. It was pre when Netflix had much of a selection at all. I mean, it it basically didn't even exist. Like it was a DVD service primarily at this time. Basically, yeah. I mean, it did. I believe it did exist because I do remember watching the the streaming service did exist, but it was like pretty much wasn't on. Like there was like seven movies on. There. Yeah, it was very basic at that point, and a lot of like just. Shit. And Amazon Prime Video did not exist. This was basically the only way you could sit around watching a shitload of crappy movies in a row, is if you just went and bought the motherfuckers. Or the video store. <laughs> this had stemmed from, even beforehand, like, when Phil and I used to, like, hang out at my house or his house and just watch terrible, shitty movies that came on at, like, HBO or Showtime or Cinemax, like, late at night. Or, like, I'd rent them from Blockbuster, like, Komodo, and we'd just watch Komodo at Philip's house. Or just... For some reason, my mom would buy these fucking 80-pack of DVDs that were, like, super thin case, and they were all, like, glued together into one bundle. Yeah, the Dollar Tree special. Night of the Shrews. Yeah. Oh, dude, Night of the Shrews is awesome. You oh, remember yeah, that yeah. fucking movie? That's all of the dogs yeah. that are dressed up as... Yeah. They, they got, like, first... And it's so fucking lazy. It's like the costumes. The dogs are barely yeah. even wearing it's them. Get it right, Philip. It's Night of the Killer Shrews. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I think There's it might be Attack of the <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it is Night. Attack of the Killer Shrews. I don't know. It could be. We never podcasted it, but I know for sure I fucking watched that piece of it's garbage. It's a mystery science theater movie. Yeah. Uh, people know about it. <laughs> well, fair enough. So anyways, now that we've set the stage, let's just play this. It's three minutes and 21 seconds, so just strap on. Alrighty. First edition of Motion Picture Meltdown. Everybody listening out there in uh, fucking blogger land or whatever you want to call it. Blogger land. That's Steven. Uh, Brosenberg. Brosifberg. I think Cheats might be over there too. Cheats, you there? <laughs> yep. Cheats is there. So, uh... So, uh... Alrighty. Let's get this uh, ball-sucking show on the road. Steven, what shitty movie do you have for me today? Uh... We just watched it, and it's called Shroom. I actually saw the preview for this a long, long time ago, and decided I wanted to watch it. Found well, it on I've never Netflix. Seen the preview. I, I watched, or I read the back of the, the back of the box. So let's well, see I've, if we can have... establish some uh, precedent here. Describe for the listeners. Yeah. Describe this. Uh, describe this fucking ingenious Oscar-winning plot to us for Shrooms. Well, as I told you earlier, uh, it's about. Six sexy teenagers. <laughs> Let's take a trip to Ireland. And apparently Ireland is the place to go for mushroom tripping. You know, they decide to go camping. They get rid of their keys and their cell phone and everything else that they possibly can. Which, you know, sounds like a really good idea. They're out in the middle of these black woods. On their way out there, they find a dead animal, dead animal on the side of the road. They try to pick it up. And there's these two, like, really creepy guys out in the woods that are just, like, making sounds at them. Like, that's their food or whatever. Okay, so basically, stereotypically, um, decide it's going to be a good idea to get fucked up on some shrooms in an unfamiliar place without any form of communication or uh, escape. So I exactly. I pretty much nail that down. Exactly. Yeah. What was good about that movie? <laughs> I'm going to have to say nothing at all. 
Four. You're gonna give it zero stars. <laughs> four F minus. Fuck. No, I'd probably give it a three. Just, just for the sure fact, the actors actually had a decent idea of what they were doing. Yeah, the acting wasn't bad in it, actually. To go on with the plot, they find these mushrooms. They're only supposed to take these regular mushrooms. And uh, they this girl... This, they, find find the, they find the crazy mushrooms in the woods? Yeah. That's fucking... Great idea. Let's eat these no, possible... There's, but there's a guy out there that knows what the mushrooms all are, like one of the teenagers. Our, the legend says that people have taken it, have seen the future, and and all this bedussy. <laughs> so naturally, one of the teenagers decides to take it, and she has a fucking seizure, and can apparently see the future. And <laughs> stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can, and then she starts seeing all her friends die in the future. Right on. So that's pretty much the premise of the movie, and. The whole mystery of the movie is whether or not that people are actually dying, or whether or not it's just part of this big mushroom trip. Shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Okay, a lot of that is very poor. <laughs> no, I mean it, it sounds a lot better through headphones, but when she said hi, oh know. dude, he didn't say hi. He just, oh, he just. Oh no, that wasn't okay. hi. I thought that he was, was like. No, he was I, on purpose, pterodactyl okay. screeching. Yeah. I thought that was Skype. It's like, what the fuck? And it's like, you edited it down to this? <laughs> no, I just... So what I did was here, uh, I just put in what I thought would be useful for us in this podcast. Like, he's just described the plot of Shrooms for us. Yeah, so we can skip the IMDb. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about IMDb. Actually, we do need to mention one thing. The first thing it has it listed underneath is comedy. That's strange. Yeah, I don't There's understand There's like that. one funny thing in this whole fucking movie. I mean, just the, the I don't cow know they, part, I guess. Yeah, might. the cow. That's my favorite part of the movie. Where the guy's talking to the cow, and he thinks the cow's talking back to him. Because he's on shrooms, shrooms. man. Also, uh, spoiler alert, my opinion's not changed on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was good about this movie? I wanted to say nothing. <laughs> like... I, because I remember when you started talking about we were gonna we were gonna do this, and you, you put the title in there, and I was just like shrooms. I'm like, and I'm sitting there looking in our Discord, and I'm just like, I fucking watched this movie, and I'm just like, I looked it up, and I'm like I saw the cover, and just like, no, and I'm like, God damn it, Philip, why? It all came flooding back. Yeah. Oh, if only we're we're in Matongo again. <laughs> like, oh man. He's missing the fucking people turn into mushrooms movie now. 2007. So this movie was kind of like newish then. Yeah. Because I had seen it, like what I was talking about, having seen the box. At the time, my introduction to all the shitty movies was because I worked in electronics at Walmart. So I would like every movie that came through, the ones that were there for like five minutes or the ones that were there for weeks, I saw them all because I had to put them back on the fucking shelf. So I had read about shrooms, I'd seen the cover, and I was like, this is really stupid. This fucking... Mushroom skull moon nonsense. Yeah, I believe I actually rented this from Netflix as a disc. I didn't stream it. I believe I rented it and uh, and we Jesus watched it. Christ. We watched the DVD of it. Steven, you own this because I own this. Movie. Oh, okay. Well, then I must have purchased it somewhere. <laughs> What's even crazier is that 2007 is like the first iPhone. It's basically, like the first, like we were one of the first fucking podcasts. Yeah. Like. Comparatively, like, every podcast that's big right now 
wasn't even the fucking gleam in its creator's eye when we started recording episodes. Granted, what I just played hardly qualifies as anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Evan started podcasting. Oh, I know. You guys like, were podcasting uh, before. It was called podcasting, for sure. Local rat bastard. Yeah. I'm fucking listening to the internet radio. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever it was but called the internet started, radio. I think we started uh, actually, you know, doing the podcast and at the beginning of 2006. Yeah. If we'd stuck with it. <laughs> so I, I mean, been you, you guys were time. also pioneers. I'm just saying, like, iPods had existed, so obviously podcasting had been coined like several years earlier. But it's just comparatively, like, is there even one other podcast still going from then, besides ours? Like, I'm sure that there are, and I'm sure that we could find them. Certainly not as consistent. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they wanted. <laughs> I think they do this on a lot of movies that are just bad it's like oh it's a comedy yeah see it's not bad anymore <laughs> yeah you can laugh at it it's a comedy right but it's like they are playing this two thousand percent straight like there's no laughing at all i mean the only fun part is the cow yeah and it's brief cow's my favorite character cow credited <laughs> in the credits as cow <laughs> i wonder who did play the voice of cow I'm sure it was like larry david or something so, so they travel to fucking Ireland, this group of kids, as you said, sexy teens. There's a guy who already lives there who's like, hey, I'm your cool boyfriend who lives out of the country. Except for he kind of isn't. Not at all. <laughs> so, no. you know, they're driving into the fucking middle of the woods. He's like, this is how you do it. You, you basically create an extremely dangerous situation, and then you get very high. <laughs> yes, why by the way, go, why situation. Could, why couldn't they go to a public park? There's no reason any of this. I mean, just like a regular, I mean, like a, like a, like a place with a campsite. You know, if you're at a campsite, people can look for you. I knew what you meant, but I'm just picturing someone that is going to, like, a park by a lake in a city and just be like, mushrooms. No, he's talking about, like, Yosemite or, like, I, I, a camping I know, trip. I know. Yeah. <laughs> although, although, I don't think it's that much of a stretch for somebody to be doing drugs in a public park. No, no not at all. A little bit. But no, instead they go to the most black metal looking forest ever. Yeah, this forest is obviously haunted without the mushrooms. <laughs> if anything goes wrong, who will look for you? No one. No yeah. one knows you're there. Not only that, but all the of them are planning will. on getting high. It's like there's not even a designated woodsman, a driver, whatever. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, ideally you want to have, like, a kind of safe environment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, like, you oh, want to have a, some know, sort of a Sherpa to every, guide you through. Someone every, who's not super high. Everybody's cool. Yeah. You aren't looking at... Like, stuff that is basically amounts to horror on the way there. You're not looking at dead bodies of things. Right. You're not talking about fucking murderers that live in the woods that you're in as you're tripping. Or as you're going to trip. <laughs> <laughs> they went out of their way to have this be a disaster. Yes. Even before they're tripping, they're, they acknowledge that there's creepy people out in the woods. Well, they encountered... They do it anyway. They found it. Yes. They found them. Goat. <laughs> goat. And they're just like... <laughs> Oh, okay, well, there's these fucking cannibal wrong-turn fuckers out here in the woods, so... Well, let's just go trip anyway. Well, this is the only place we can find the mushrooms, Steven. The mushrooms that make you literally lose your fucking mind. Our our so maybe get the mushrooms... And then just leave. And then leave. Yeah. <laughs> our main character is left alone, wandering in the woods. <laughs> and then she takes one of these... It looks like the other mushroom, except for it has a little black dot on top. But... <laughs> 
She has a fucking seizure. The trip is over. Yeah, seriously. Okay? You fucking take her to a hospital and you ditch her ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or just take her to the hospital and then go, you know, do normal tourist shit in Ireland. <laughs> I know what else uh, yeah, we can I'm fill saying the rest of our trip with. she stays at the hospital. Right. The rest of them go. God, yeah. Terry, you're being such a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, another thing you don't want on your on your let's get really fucked up trip, two girls that hate each other so much they will fucking fight over anything. <laughs> They're ready to fight from minute one. Why are they going to be in the woods getting high? See, this they, almost, they created this bad situation. Yeah, this is this entirely is all their way. own doing. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, we're still bitching about and the exact no, same shit. I, I, I challenge you to find an American named Bluto. <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing. What's it's his last name? Maybe? Possibly. I've never heard the last name Bluto, but, you know, I suppose that's possible, but... Wasn't that Popeye's villain? Yes. yes. <laughs> fucking Bluto. I mean, he's credited simply as Bluto, so even if it is his fucking last name, his name, for all intents and purposes, is Bluto for this movie. As, uh, <laughs> the wrong turn cannibals, those are, uh, Bernie... Ernie and Bernie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it's Bernie, and then just Bernie without the B... <laughs> Yeah. Wrong burn. Eat. The the scene <laughs> the scene where the girl eats the mushroom. I don't I don't get. So like her so her, their character's named Tara. And like they know about this mushroom and it's like she's just kind of stumbling like around but close to people. And she then she is just, not with the other people. No, and she just falls and like face plants is just like there's a mushroom. Well, and you then know, it's just nom 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 nom. nom. I want to eat it right now. Okay, you may not. She be straight Pac Man's that shit. Cheats, <laughs> but uh, outside there are roots and there are sticks. There's all kinds of things you can trip over. I know you've never actually been to the woods, but trust us, it's <laughs> I, easy to trip there. I have been to the woods. Thank you. <laughs> okay, but uh, she she just like happens to like like this mushroom is inviting her to eat it. Well, and the guy didn't even say to eat them. They're supposed to make tea out of them. Yeah. So what the fuck is wrong with her? She's not with them. It doesn't matter. He specifically told the entire group not to eat that particular mushroom. Yeah, that... He was like, oh, you'll shit out of your eyeballs or something like that. She didn't split off until after I'm, the speech. He told the whole group. Really? I'm, I'm relatively certain. Because I thought she was alone. Wasn't alone while that was happening. Because I, th I thought that the explanation for why she just ate this one was because one, they're so similar looking, and two, because she had like fallen down and like kind of was like kind of dazed from the fall and was just like, "I'm here to eat mushrooms. There's a mushroom there. My friends all tell me that I'm a pussy. I'm gonna eat this fucking mushroom right now." And it's like, it's not how it works. That's how you go fucking crazy. <laughs> Spoilers. That's what happens. She loses her fucking mind. Like, is there even like any sort of like mushroom induced like? Violence, like on record, like is this an actual thing? I don't think so. I'm sure there's. I know there's violence against your internal organs. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> you might definitely shit your entire body weight in a single moment. I mean, there's just so many goddamn poisonous mushrooms. Yeah, it's really a. Maybe pick it and then take it to the guy. It's like, is this a thing? Well, not only that, but it's like, I mean, trust this that, fucking guy. Even that's a bad idea because a lot of mushrooms you can. Get stuff, you know, from touching, touching him. Yeah, yeah. So he, this guy is like maybe like in his mid twenties. Anybody trusting this guy for the poisonousness of mushrooms? They just deserve what they get. They're just dumb. They all they do are dumb decisions. They're like, 
You know what the best part is about doing mushrooms in the woods away from civilization? Hiding your cell phones. That's the best, that's my favorite part. It's like, and this isn't even like, like we said, this is 2007. This is the year that the iPhone was invented. So there's no such thing as like just sitting on your cell phone all day. Like all you could do on it was text and call. Yeah. So it's like, there's no reason to leave these behind in the fucking car. No one's just sit there and just text and not look away from their phone. Well, the idea was... Be in the now, gonna, man. You're going to freak out. You're going to try to call for help. You don't want to call for help, man. Yeah, fuck calling for help when you're busted. having a seizure. <laughs> so after a quick Google search, 20% of all mushrooms have a deadly toxicity. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a crazy amount. And yet we put them on fucking pizza. <laughs> Those are the good ones, though. Yeah. yeah, I don't trust any of them. <laughs> and even half the time, they don't taste good. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Between the ones that are poisonous and the ones that are tasting like dog shit, you get like 1% good mushrooms. I think the deal with mushrooms is you gotta get them like instantly, you know? If you want to, yeah. if you want like one of those, so edible, by the time they're well, on your Papa John's well, pizza, they're garbage. Yeah, not the ones that have been sitting in a fucking box in the walk-in freezer for four weeks. <laughs> and then Bob just takes the first two, two or three layers off the top. Oh, these top ones are are garbage, but you can eat the rest. Just disregard the mold. <laughs> they get so slimy so fast. It's just like they're they're so disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> fuck mushrooms and fuck these teenagers. It's like they're good for a day tops. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're college kids, and we're still calling. Them it teenagers. doesn't matter. It's still fine. They probably still are teenagers. Many college kids are. Well, in, 18, this, fi 19? in this fictional world, they're teenagers. <laughs> Who knows how old they are? Sexy teens. <laughs> so eloquently describe them. <laughs> in the original episode, I listened to the whole thing so I could just tell you what happens because it sounds like total shit. Uh, we were like talking about how we didn't want to spoil the movie, so we're like, we're not going to tell you exactly how it shakes out, but it's like a psychological thriller, or at least well, it's it was supposed like to be. one. It was. Practically new. <laughs> <laughs> True. God damn. Fuck time. <laughs> and now it's 12 years later. <laughs> Jesus it, It's really funny whenever you say, like, we didn't want to spoil it. And, like, now not only do we, like, blatantly go over things with, with a little bit of a spoiler. And, like, I'm pretty sure at some point within the last six months, I've just said, has this movie come out earlier than the last two years? Fuck you, you should have seen it already. What's hilarious? You actually said that in that first episode. Did I? <laughs> yes! What's crazy is that I agreed with you. I was like, yeah, fuck all those motherfuckers. Not only that, but now we're actively encouraging people not to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Don't watch it. Well, actually, in that first episode, we talk about how it's pretty much like a punishment to watch this movie. I but mean, we still want people to have to if they want to hear the ending. It's made fine, but I yeah. don't like it. There's no, There's no concrete, like... When you get to it, there's no way that you could have really known any of this. I think ideally you want to have, like, hints. <laughs> well, I think there's hints. Like, Well, the hint is that she's having psychic premonitions <laughs> of exactly what's happening. With a... And then waking up afterwards, and it's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not a premonition. It's a, the it's thing a memory. already happened. <laughs> The thing about this movie is that it actually looks good because of the filming location. Like, Ireland's a really beautiful place to shoot a movie. Oh, this was made with Irish government money. It looks really good, and then they just garbage it up with those terrible, like, shutter effects and stuff through the whole thing. Do you think that the, uh, the government was hoping to fund this in hopes of pe making people afraid of drugs? No, they just have, like, a, a lottery system. 
Oh, really? I think I think I don't know you if they run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have sure. like a Powerball kind of system, <laughs> like we do, <laughs> or if the lottery is we have this much money to give away per year for films or the arts, and yeah. uh, if you apply, you might get this government grant. Well, congratulations. You made shrooms. Uh, like, Grabbers was an Irish Grabbers movie. was so good. Yeah, that, that was a fucking good one. Though. I really like Grabbers. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real Grabbers bag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. To me, this one just feels like it's got too much that it's trying to do. All It's like, we're jamming a lot of shit into one bag. Yeah, you know? We've got the backstory, which is the... A scary, like, ghost story that Jake, the mushrooms expert, t- tells at the campfire. Okay, he tells it as she is, like... She's 20... tripping balls <laughs> yeah. two feet away! <laughs> Why doesn't he just go in there and hand her a fucking knife? I and... Exactly. I mean, <laughs> but it's like... Okay, so this story is very complicated. There's, like, a, a, like a, a uh, evil an evil boys' school <laughs> run by monks... Uh, yeah, I bet you didn't evil. think there was a boys' school coming, and amongst all these other things. And uh, that's all brought to end when uh, one of these monks uh, kills the he kills one of a pair of twins, and the remaining twin, who is also evil, yeah. gets revenge. But both of the evil entities escape into the woods, where they still might be today. And also, there's the real life threat of what we know. Are potential rapists. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were going to be rapists. They, yeah, I mean, they're like so far as I can tell, these dudes have barely encountered humanity and are just wild animals. Like I don't they know. might Possibly. rape you, they might just as well be. randomly. These guys, they're not that bad. I mean, they're. I mean, they're. I'm not saying that they're like feral. They're they are bad. They are evil dudes. <laughs> I just mean like these it's, are these are the adults you get. From if Lord of the Flies the movie doesn't end with people picking them up, okay, like yeah, they were so. they were raised to an extent and then they were just left to their because own devices. They, they know enough to uh, draw the woman in with like, oh, we have a phone, you can use it. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't work. You just asked if here. we had a phone. <laughs> okay, so but yeah, there's a lot of threats going on in this. Yeah. Tr- I, it's all just red herrings, <laughs> you know. If it had, had it been one story, maybe it would feel like it wasn't like uh, trying to grab on to too much shit, you know? Right. Yeah, it's just kind of in this really odd spot because I get the thing with a lot of times when it's supposed to be like some sort of like psychological horror movie, uh, where like someone might be hallucinating is supposed to be like, is this happening or is this not happening? And it doesn't stick with the with that enough in this to execute it enough. But as far as, like, the quality of, like, where they chose to film, most of the actors, for some weird reason. Yeah, I can't believe I thought the acting was, like, did I say good back then? I may have said good. You and Cheat said it was, like, passable acting. Yeah. It's not bad. Like, they're doing a lot better than you would expect for them. And some of of them aren't bad. Some of them are straight terrible, though. I think the the standout scene is the whole thing that begins with the guy, uh, he's pissed off because everybody's mad at him, and he's an asshole anyway. So he just drinks as much as this tea, this uh, hallucinogenic tea, as he can jam down his gullet. Well, everybody and then does wanders it. off. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> mad at him either for 
being a pervert or they like they suspect he's being a pervert or just being a obnoxious piece of shit really just being an <laughs> asshole boyfriend he's just a shithead yeah like his name's fucking Pluto for God's sakes. And he dresses like John Cena like when he first started. Pluto <laughs> <laughs> Cena! <laughs> so he wanders off in the woods high as fuck. And he's like talking to talking to a fucking Oh, and also I forgot they we they set up a completely, I'm pretty sure completely made up like cultural phenomenon of there's two people fucking in a car. I felt like this was another like a, a red herring thing that they were going for. Yeah. It's like, oh, the woods are full of sex pests. Yeah. <laughs> what, Philip? You've never heard of the urban legend where you stick your dick inside of an old rusty car out in the middle of the woods and it gets sucked by a beautiful woman? If this guy had not been high, <laughs> that would have been the dumbest motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And you can kind of understand it if he's high because he just talked to a cow. He's not all there. Yeah. So he wanders. He wanders into like this area that's got like a car parked. It's overgrown with weeds and shit. Yeah. And then he sticks his dick in it. <laughs> it's the last thing on earth you would want to put your penis in. Well, just for some context, Jake told him earlier that there's just cars parked places with people fucking in them, and if they like, what is it? They honk their horn. I or think like they flash, flash the light. lights or something. Yeah, if they flash the, the interior lights. <laughs> yeah, I think it does flash lights at him. Does it? Yeah, he hallucinates that part, obviously. Okay. But, like, he approaches the car, and he's, like, if the lights flash, then the window rolls down, and get, he gets his dick sucked. Like, that's the rules to this completely made-up... This is so fucking stupid. This is on the par with the, the rumor or the urban legend of, like, rainbow parties. I don't know if you guys oh, have ever yeah. heard of that. Oh, yeah. I was talking about Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically invented by a real creepy guy who wrote a book about how they happen all the time, and then it was on, like, Oprah and shit. Like, before they finally figured out this is totally made up by this one person. But it's on par with that. It's, like, that level of stupidity that he believed it when he was not high is the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he honestly thought this was a real thing. That's why high Bluto thought, stick my dick in a rusty car, maybe it'll get sucked by a monster. <laughs> and it apparently does. I don't know who's think, sucking I, his dick inside this car. It one well, of two things. I would think it's either that it's the uh, killer. Yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> he, it's either he thinks it's happening, or yeah, it's just Tara while she's on her murder trip. So yeah. So spoilers if you hadn't figured it out because we hadn't expressly said it yet. Yeah, we'd hinted quite heavily. <laughs> the main character, she trips balls, goes completely insane, and just proceeds to kill every single member of her party. Pretty much the rest of it. Kill-wise, is just exactly the same, like, we're together, just the two of us. I'm babbling about visions. Well, looks like I fell asleep and you died somehow. Dang. <laughs> Dang. I, if it was a comedy, if it actually was a comedy, at some point, like, probably the second kill, you'd be like, shit, I fell asleep and someone died again. <laughs> I bet that's not related. <laughs> yeah. That's this is kind of absolutely thing. not a comedy. It's weird. Every time she falls asleep, someone keeps dying. It isn't. There's nothing funny about it. Like, again, striking the cow from the record, there's nothing even remotely, like, lighthearted. Like, it's all just like, guess what? A bunch of children were murdered in these woods, and now they're all demons and rapists, and they'll come and fuck your skull to death. It's like... I mean, I'm laughing now, but... Okay, this is, really, this is a really good comedy. This is a sweet, awesome comedy movie I'm watching. I mean, yeah. <laughs> She kills all the rest of the party, we'll just say. Uh, some of them in water, some of them with knives. Axes. Practically all of it, you would have to attribute that, oh yes, uh, 
you know, that other side effect of the drug where it gives you superhuman strength. <laughs> yeah. Because he did mention that during, like, it's like, oh, the druids would use it for psychic premonition. I really like your stupid voice. God, I hate Jake <laughs> so much. He's a fucking worst. He deserved what he, he got. did. <laughs> if you were watching, watching it straight through, <laughs> knowing what it, where it's going, it's like, she couldn't do that. <laughs> no. Or get, get from, just get from place to place. And, like... <laughs> Yeah, she would have to have super strength and super speed. <laughs> but apparently that's one of but the attributes of this magical gotta, mushroom. Gotta let it go. <laughs> yeah. And when we talk about the murders, these aren't cool murders either. Like, you don't get to see, like... 90% of them are off screen. They're off screen or they have that really terrible shutter effect going on. Oh, it happens for so long. And the scenes for those go for so long. Yeah, we don't even get cool death scenes. We talked about this not that long ago where... I can't remember what movie it was, but... It was a reasonably high-budget movie, but the, oh, you know what it was? It was Silent Hill. Yes. Where they just add that fucking garbagey fucking iMovie reject effect. And it's like, why are they doing this? Do they not know this looks like shit? Because that's how people remember things, Philip, in iMovie. Yeah, they remember them in sepia tone with, like, little rough edges on the sides. <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage bullshit. So, finally it's down to her and the guy, Jake... And they're, like, running around in the asylum. I honestly don't even remember exactly how it goes down. Because it's a lot of he running jumps around out and the, being scared. He jumps out of the asylum to escape the monster. Falls basically to his death. Well, breaks yeah, both breaks of his, his fucking legs. <laughs> yeah. There's a part in the original podcast where you're talking about how, and, like, we're, we watched, you guys watched the trailer, and, like, that was what it was there at the end, where Stephen went, shrooms, and then it was the <laughs> Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently in the trailer, you see him jump off the second story, and she just goes, he just jumped off the broke both his legs like why would he do that <laughs> fucking idiot you just couldn't believe he'd be so fucking stupid it's like what is your plan now legsless man oh that well we've seen a bunch of stuff since then that does the same thing like in fucking um i can't remember what the movie is called but it's where they were stuck on the ski lift at the, at the resort and the guy jumps off and breaks his legs and the wolves immediately come out of nowhere yeah, well, that's that's movie's called frozen Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know the concept. Well, <laughs> you don't need to see it, because Steve and I watched it as trash. Yeah, I've watched it but too. On I, your guys' recommendation, not I, to. I will say <laughs> that if it, this scene in Shrooms, where he jumps off the balcony and breaks his legs, and the wolves come out of nowhere, it would have made that scene better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because honestly, there's not a way to add too much at this point. They've already done that. Like, only thing you can do from here is add even more shit to make it just that much if, more if ridiculous. If they were psychic wolves... Yeah. <laughs> well, the wolves have been eating the mushrooms. Is the thing. So they have super strength that wolves would obviously need to eat a broken leg. <laughs> They've been infected like with the T virus. So yeah, right. Exactly. Go. So uh, you know, Tara slash Alice will do roundhouse kicks on them and fucking <laughs> slash their throats. So she literally kills every single person, and then dials out to nine one one, and they come out to the middle of the woods and save her. And then she just realizes she was the one who murdered everyone at the end. So it's like... And then she murders the uh, EMT. Yeah, because uh, at this point she's like, oh yeah, that's right. Woods. I like to murder. Where she belongs. <laughs> yeah. She's a, woods, she's a woodsman now. She's a druid now. <laughs> yeah. You know that she like dies like the next day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she would starve to death from just being a psycho and never eating. Oh man, I, I just can't get enough of these mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> So we're twenty percent of them are gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she could subsist on only hallucinogenic mushrooms. 
I'm sure they have some some type of nutritional value, but it's see, not those what. aren't the those aren't supposedly the they are hallucinogenic, but they are also the poison mushrooms, <laughs> and they're also good for you apparently, mm. for your strength. So, just as an aside, because I find this to be the fucking most ironic and hilarious thing ever, she's known for only three movies, one of which is Shrooms, but she's in, you know, she gets work, it looks like. In 2019, they will be releasing a movie called High and Outside. She's in Shrooms, and then she's in another movie (laughs) called High and Outside. Where she literally was high and outside. (laughs) Exactly. What? What? Come on. It looks like she exclusively does drug movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a drug movie. It's a baseball noir. I don't know. The next one after that is called Holy Trip. And after that, Panky Panky, probably oh buying that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Maybe they are all drug related. <laughs> well, whatever. Maybe she's just addicted to drugs. <laughs> well, she's keeping it pretty tight for being addicted to drugs. She's still pretty fucking hot. So, anyhow, moving on to the smash hit of the summer. <laughs> Slice from 2018, uh, also a comedy, but in this case, this one actually is a comedy. Yeah, that actually belongs in that genre. Comedians in it, there are things that are clearly jokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, IMDb says, when a pizza delivery driver is murdered on the job, the city searches for someone to blame. Ghosts? Drug dealers? A disgraced werewolf? And that's the whole description, right there. <laughs> and, uh, pretty accurate. Yeah, well, well uh, stated very poorly, that is fairly accurate, so... Yeah, especially for a comedy. To introduce to our audience, this is a world where, like, ghosts and werewolves and creatures of the night, these are all part of modern society. Like, everyone knows they're real and they're just fine with it. Like, they yeah. don't really give a fuck. I mean, there's just a neighborhood where the ghosts live. <laughs> there's a literal ghost town where it's just an actual town inhabited by the ghosts. Yeah. And they, they live there so that they don't bum everyone else out. <laughs> like, they... He, the governor, who is uh, Chris Parnell... It's the mayor. I'm spe- oh, sorry, the mayor, yeah. specifically created this part of town, like, segregated it off to be the ghost area so that, like, the town could flourish again. And it's like, it seems to be working. All the townspeople seem to be behind him. Um, but then these murders start happening. So the movie opens with the delivery driver who's driving around smoking fuckloads of weed and, like, delivering pizza. And drugs. Yeah, yeah he's delivering <laughs> drugs, too. So, this is a real thing. Yeah, it is. People do deliver drugs and pizza. Completely legit. Witnessed it firsthand. <laughs> legitimate? <laughs> I mean, it's, it legitimately happens. <laughs> it's like, alright, where do I sign up for this drug delivery system? Because <laughs> I, uh, I can avoid getting high on my own supply. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So, perhaps the, the tangential relationship between this movie and Shrooms is that a pizza could have mushrooms on it. That's basically all I can tell you. <laughs> I just saw it on 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 Amazon, and I just wanted to see it. Which, by the way, it's it is still on there. Yes, uh, at one point, both these movies were on uh, Amazon Prime. Now only slices. <laughs> yeah, if you've got Shutter, you can watch Shrooms. <laughs> and the world was a better place for Shrooms not being on any form of streaming. Yep, except for it still is. My very favorite part of this intro is. He's driving around, and they, like, specifically, there's, like, a whole shot where they're showing you that he's so disrespectful to his pizzas he's delivering. They're, like, slamming around in his floorboard. And I'm like, God damn it, those motherfuckers that do that. When you get your fucking pizza, and it's slammed up against one side of the box, it's like, oh. Yeah, clearly the cheese is, like, stuck to one of the sides of the box off the pizza. Yeah, it it looks like you took it fresh out of the oven and then threw it across the room. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just, it's uneatable. Like, what do you, I mean, I guess theoretically it is technically still eatable, but it's just a ruined experience of eating pizza. It's like, I didn't order pizza to be delivered. Of course, this guy is obviously delivering drugs, which is the real delivery here. So, well, not to this guy. This guy, his, the first, like, a living person we see in the movie, <laughs> he used to make the rounds on all the uh, daytime talk shows doing that eye-bulging thing that he does in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't CG. <laughs> he can do that. Well, <laughs> good. Put him in some movies. I don't like it. Yes, it's very gross. <laughs> I don't like it, Cheats? Is that what you said? Oh. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I saw what you were trying to do there. So he's trying to deliver this pizza, and dude turns around, and then all of a sudden his fucking throat is cut. That's what he gets for fucking up that pizza. Scene is over. <laughs> dude is just murdered. To be uh, honest, I agree. He is clearly a piece of shit. The mayor holds a press conference. He uh, basically blames it for, on the citizens of Ghost Town. And uh, we <laughs> go about our day. Meanwhile, there's also uh, protesters. It's kind of hard to explain exactly what they're protesting. Because, because they're, they're protesting actually the doing business. the opposite, yeah. And in support of the ghosts. Right. So they're out front of this little um, shopping center that includes um, Perfect Pizza. Is that the name of it? Yeah, I yeah. think that... Is that the only thing in the shopping center? I can't remember. It, well, it's, it's one of a handful of things. What the protesters are doing in... Um, we eventually find out that a lot, uh, when I say eventually, I mean pretty shortly, that a lot of the protesters are part of basically like a witch cult. Is what they're currently standing out there protesting is the fact that in the town there used to be an insane asylum, which is where like a lot of these ghosts actually came from. And when they demolished it and moved the cemetery that was connected to it, they built the, the shot like the strip mall over top of the land. So they're just protesting the fact that there's even any sort of like commercial business that's there right. on the surface level. Yes, on the that, surface level. The the thing that bothers me about this movie is it's too simple. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's it only wants to be a comedy and doesn't want to be a movie too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of. I mean, because it's it kind of lacks the like the dark part of dark comedies of like Black Sheep or like the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, I mean, there's no consequence to death because you just become a ghost instantly, and they seem to be fine with that. Yeah, even though, <laughs> it, yeah, I I definitely agree. I do like this movie quite a bit, but it's like you said, it's too simple. It's like they didn't they didn't want to quite nail it down. But the timeline of like when everything happens is like very um it's very loose it it's kind of hard to get an idea of like how long how much time actually takes place in the movie and like the kind of a string of events i would assume a couple of days yeah it's kind of, i'm just kind of assuming that yeah i'm, I'm thinking like a week tops is, is probably best and the other thing is also there's a large portion of the plot like what plot there is that depends completely on um what is his name paul paul Shear. paul Shear. there we go Paul Shear just being a complete. Idiot. I really love Paul Shear though. Like, <laughs> that's his gimmick though. He he's really funny. I have no problems stuff. with anything that he's doing here. My problem is that they didn't take the rest of the movie seriously enough. Yes, it's like it, the the scenes with like uh, he's playing the fool. That's the idea of this character. It's like what? Well, there's no problem here. That kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like somebody. There should be at least a couple of characters that are. It's like this is fucking. Real. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I had no problems with any of his parts. The the only thing was, like you said, there are not really stakes to dying. Right. And 
they the nobody seems to be taking seriously like what the actual stakes are, which is like a portal to hell is going to get opened. Yeah. Like nobody cares. <laughs> like they're trying to stop it, but pretty lazily, really. Well, and most just, of them are actually just after revenge against the witches. Yeah. In my opinion, they should have had some kind of like consequential system like the Frighteners had. Where if you're a ghost, you could die, potentially. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean... Like, there are ways for you to be gone, like, completely. Yeah, I think if you could mix those two kind of world-building things together, that would be pretty good, actually. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I think it's fun, as it is, but, you know. Yeah, it's. A, I still thought it was a good movie, but just... Like you said, it, it's thin on plot and just the, it relies on the comedy elements, which are many, to uh, to hold it, uh, carry it through. I think it's got an unfair score on IMDb. Four point five is ridiculously harsh. Yeah, it's point two less than Shrooms. Ugh, it's less than Shrooms. Yeah, yeah. that is a shocking revelation. <laughs> shrooms has way more ratings too. I bet because it's just been out much longer. Yeah, it's. I, don't, I just don't think anybody's ever fucking heard of this movie. No. Whenever I suggested no, I, it, I had never heard D-Hart of it. was like, do you mean Splice? Because <laughs> I, I thought that's what you meant, and that's why I jumped on it so quick, because I hadn't seen it. <laughs> Splice, uh, you haven't seen Splice? No. Is what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Either. It looks that... just like uh, another species. <laughs> yeah, it looks fucking terrible. No yeah, one's downloaded it, it <laughs> and then I deleted the file before watching it. Because I was just like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so after... Astrid is trying to revenge her uh, ex-boyfriend's death. I mean, Astrid? She's played by Zazie Beetz, too. And Zazie Beetz is uh, notably recently from Deadpool 2. She plays Domino. She's fucking awesome. I said Astrid because that's, that's from The Office. I mean, you've watched The Office? I haven't watched enough Office. Okay, well... Not enough to get Astrid. <laughs> Astrid is what they write on the M&Ms for one of the babies that's born, and it turns out her name is Astrid. But it's just because Michael Scott is a fucking idiot. Yeah, Michael Scott makes a, makes her a mug that says Astrid on it. <laughs> Anyhow, so didn't think I was gonna have to explain that joke. Astrid is uh, trying to. She used to work at the pizza place, and she used to like date this dude who got his throat slit at the beginning. But now she's like, she's she's uh, gonna go back to work there. Which this is another part about this movie that I really appreciate is that this is how fucking pizza places are. Yeah, like, you can just walk back in and be like. Can I work today? And maybe you can. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Dude, and seriously. Like, hey, I'm kind of thinking about quitting my job. Can I just come back today? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sure, we didn't fire you in the first place. We just didn't schedule it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is so fucking real. It, like, made me fucking crack up laughing. But I'm just like, I don't know if they're, like, trying to make a commentary on that fact. But they are. Like, whether they do or they're doing it on purpose or not. But, like... You can, if you've worked at a pizza place, you, like, know how to do it. They're like, I don't want to fucking train somebody else to do it. If you're going to walk back in here right now, and they're always busier than they have employees for, because that's just how they operate. So it's like, anytime, I could probably just roll up into Papa John's in Scottsburg and just start working. I bet you. There's probably someone, you know, still working there. Oh, right? I bet half the crew's still fucking working there, because they've quit and gone back since then. Like, <laughs> I know why. Like, that's real. Well, there aren't, there's nothing of any consequence to do around here, so... No, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, she goes back to work, she busts out her fucking badass delivery girl coat, and she's like, let's do this, and everybody's like... First they were trying to get out of work, and now they're like, oh, fuck. 
we're going to have a real night of delivering pizzas. <laughs> I don't know why they're so jacked up about it, but I guess they just want to... Like, Some sweet tips, bro. Know, hang out Gotta with their get friend. get money. Oh, also... <laughs> tip. Just the tip. Music's on point in this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. The music is insane. I also good. really like the uh, animated opening. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That was really cool. We kind of opened the movie talking about its shortcomings, but it has a lot of good things going for it. It's a so, good watch, not a consequential yeah, <laughs> I, right. I'm pretty much immediately on board whenever it's a like modern day fantasy. If that wasn't evident by the fact that I picked the last witch hunter, <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, that's it does have those elements. You picked the Will Smith one too, didn't you? Yep. Bright. Yeah. No, yes. not bright. Bright. That it's we, bright. We did bright and last witch hunter together. No, we didn't do it together. No, we didn't do those two movies together. Did we not? No. It was Hansel and Gretel witch hunters. I don't know. I'm sure I did did it with something that. Was wasn't Last Witch Hunter? Wasn't Vin Diesel in Last Witch Hunter? Yes, Vincent Diesel. Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters was the good one. Just kill me. <laughs> I still liked that movie. So yeah, fuck you. I like it too. <laughs> what Last Witch Hunter? Yes. Well, I'm. I thought you were doing well, Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> I like that. It was one better. More. It was better than Bright. <laughs> I liked Bright. <laughs> well, they're both terrible. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> So they go back out on their delivery routes. They're delivering pizzas, except for Astrid's not delivering shit because she's just investigating this murder. Yeah, she's uh, she's taking a law on loose her cannon pizza delivery driver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She eventually uh, tracks down a like a drug ring uh, selling. Uh, what did they just call it? Cheese. I don't remember. The guy's name is Big Cheese, yeah, and all of his drugs come in cheese packets. They're Parmesan cheese. Yeah, yeah. little envelopes. So fucking brilliant. You're a loose pepperoni. <laughs> so, I mean, there are a lot of things going on. So, during her investigation, she finds out that there's a guy who's, like, the local drug kingpin, Big Cheese, and he was the one who hired um, her boy- her ex-boyfriend to deliver cheese for him. But every delivery driver in this entire town, and this has to be all of them, because it's, like, 40 people. It's, like, how many businesses even deliver food? Well, there's, like... There's the popul. I don't know the population of Kingfisher, the the main town. It has to be they, small though. If like they're the, building the strip mall was a big deal. The the ghost town, it's forty thousand population, mm. so it's pretty big. <laughs> okay, so all the pizza deliver or all the uh, food delivery people are delivering drugs on the side for this dude. Cops bust up the whole thing before, like, they're all there picking up their uh, drugs and dropping off their money, and cops are investigating, so there's a, there's the typical cop duo of one cop who's, like, kind of doesn't really know what he's doing, and then the other one who's, like, just beating up on him the whole movie. <laughs> Hard-ass and possible racist. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not possible. Racist gets werewolves. Yeah. I, what you actually just said, we, we talked about this movie, like, being simple, but there is, like an astounding amount of shit going on with all the characters to the point where, like, it's hard to say, like, this person's the main character because we have Astrid who's trying to find stuff about her about uh, her ex-boyfriend that gets killed and then her her connection later on with the witches. We have Chance the Rapper, who we hadn't mentioned, is... Well, because uh, he hasn't gotten into the movie yet. <laughs> he he's not in the movie yet. He's get, getting, ready, getting ready to introduce this, uh, Dex. This, uh... Police interrogation is where we introduce the idea. Yeah. It's like, hey, that guy's back. And then uh, there's the murder of a second pizza delivery guy. Fuck. The guy with the much older girlfriend who just happens to be a ghost. Right. And I forgot about the... Uh... And he's spotted at the scene. 
There's also Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. He's a photographer. And then her, his friend, the reporter, who we follow a lot for her because she's investigating this as well. I guess she would be kind she's of kind the main of the, character. Yeah. She sort of is the main character. Weirdly, we haven't even spoken about her yet. <laughs> yeah. She's one of the least interesting characters, but she is the one who's like actually she's doing a getting to work. the bottom of this. Well, because pretty much right away, Astrid gets fucking killed. Yeah, I, was, I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like it either. She's got charisma. <laughs> well, at least she didn't leave I mean, the movie. Well, yeah, she just comes back as a ghost, but, you know, I, she should have been feel like she's already involved. lost. Yeah, yeah. no, like, completely, because she's just not able, she's not as effective. Yeah, and then we, we, have the two, we have the two police detectives, who we were just talking about, and then, like, Chris Parnell has stuff going on, because, like, he's helping the witches. Um, well, he's he doesn't know money. that they're witches yet. Yeah. Right. They're just, they're just a political group, political group that is using... Uh, what he was saying about the ghost population, right? And for their own political ends, of hey, we want to tear the thing that they put uh, it's like uh, on Wikipedia at least is that <laughs> to, to tear down the thing so they can resell the property, right? Of course, that's not their actual goal because they are witches, as we don't find that out until like the uh, basically second uh, end of the second act. Yeah, roughly. I mean, it's, it's like pretty... When, when he comes out, they've murdered him. And he comes out and hold with another press conference. It's like, you know what I mean? I was wrong about ghosts. <laughs> and he's straight up nearly headless Nick. Like, yeah. the only thing holding his head on is the fucking, like, collar he has on. And she rips that off and exposes him. But it's like, well, they're witches! <laughs> yeah. Well, and what... they bring out, like, a, uh, a partial, like... It's kind of an... Feels like an end time scenario. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When when Astrid dies, I can't remember the the exact words she says, but that scene at least was funny because like she's standing there like talking to the ghost, and she realizes her, her piece of shit boyfriend's still a piece of shit even when he's dead. And then like someone, a shadowy cult member, comes up and stabs her from behind, and she just falls on the ground. And if it was any other movie, she'd just be fucking dead. But she is. But but she'd be out of the movie, and she just kind of stands back up. And there's kind of a brief moment where it's just like. Okay, is she a ghost or is she just like survive? And then she looks down and is like, did I just die? And they're just like, yeah, man. And she's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and then it just cuts to someone else. Like we said, a lot of interested parties. Eventually, it comes, like, basically the cops believe it's the wolf. Well, as werewolf. soon as they hear about it, it's like, oh, it's definitely that guy. It's got to be the werewolf. Because uh, a, same, a similar situation came uh, about the uh, last restaurant that was in that spot. It's a Chinese food restaurant. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> yeah, he also worked at. So, and all of his co-workers were killed, except him. You would think, because he's a werewolf. Right. So he, um, he left town at that time, but then when he returns, he's the prime suspect for these new ones, because for obvious reasons. So, um, he's kind of trying to prove his innocence a little bit, but also, like, just almost doesn't really give a fuck. Well, he's doing a little bit of that, you know, kind of like, hero's journey bullshit. Like you have to say no. You have to say no for a long time before you decide to help out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of this? This I is don't fucking know, dude. so fucking tired. Every movie ever. <laughs> We've talked about it a million times. I'm sure we'll run into it a million more times. Yeah. It's just like, he's like, man, I've already done that. It's like, and I didn't work, so now I will never try it again. <laughs> it's like he kidnaps. He kidnaps a reporter to tell her, you know, the whole thing. It's like, yeah, I figured most of this out already. Why don't you just kill the witch? It's like, well, I don't kill people. <laughs> yeah, he's a pacifist werewolf who doesn't like like he doesn't like violence. He doesn't like the idea of. Like, it's really, a witch, though. It yeah. probably doesn't even count. 
True. Legally. No, I mean, (laughs) it's still violent, though, to kill the witch, regardless. And that's why people never get good at anything, Philip. It's because they never try more than the first time. Right. It's like, well, I did this, and it wasn't, it's too hard. Guess I better never do it again and move on to something I can get perfectly on the first try. Right. Even though people are trying desperately to get me to do this thing because there's huge stakes for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. Like, it all comes to, like, a head. Okay, so there's there's an extra guy at the pizza place the whole time. Like, one of the employees is a ghost. Like a janitor. The whole time he's saying... He's Native American. Well, no, it's before... No, I'm pretty... He's a ghost. Yeah, he's a ghost. Yeah, he's the Native American ghost. Okay, we're talking about both these. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I thought you were were saying all this... I thought you were saying, oh, he's doing all that cryptic bullshit because he's a Native American, not because he's a fucking ghost. Both reasons. The reason he's talking like the... The fucking fortune teller guy from the Rejects movie. The, what superhero Rejects movie did we watch that one time? Uh, Mystery Man. Oh, yes. yes. The reason why he's talking like Phoenix <laughs> no, from Mystery Sphinx. Man is the Sphinx. Sphinx, sorry. <laughs> Simon uh-huh. Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> so they finally listen to him and they go in the basement. And that's where they meet the ghost janitor of the old uh, asylum. It's like, oh, well, this is a gate to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and they just... Fucking uh, Paul Shearer had just never gone down there. Nope. <laughs> Owns the fucking building, or rents it at least. <laughs> yeah, part of the, like... I I think I'd probably be less annoyed with, with him if he didn't blow himself up. <laughs> but, like... See, what, I like that part. I, I don't... I don't know, like... I like everything he does. I just have, he's just, like, trying real hard to run this pizza <laughs> business. I just have really conflicted feelings, because it's funny, but also he's complete dumbass. It doesn't have any consequence. I he's know. a suicide bomber. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Cheats. He's still in the movie. I know, but it's just it's funny because like the one of their employees is a ghost named Joe, and his only problem is that like he is way too verbose when he's trying to say things. It's you always just, just say, hey, there's a gate to hell. It's in always just fucking doom and gloom. <laughs> it's just hilarious because he'll just he'll just be like the I've winds been, of change are blowing and like he just keeps like, going dude I've been trying to tell you this the whole time and he's like what the fuck are you talking about yeah I told you that the winds of change were coming like three years ago <laughs> and, and, and Paul Shearer would be like shut up Joe and then just say something else to try to prevent the witches once he knows that that's what's happening to try to prevent the witches from opening the gate to hell he decides he's gonna blow up the fucking pizza restaurant well he waits for the what he thinks is I guess he, he thinks this is probably all of them. Yeah. Because uh, one of them goes in. <laughs> they get blown to bits. Uh, maybe witches don't come back as ghosts. Yeah, they might not be... Human. Maybe. Well, it depends. They never actually say this, but well, maybe you can only come back... We don't see as, them come back. <laughs> well, maybe you can only come back as a ghost if you have a soul, and maybe for witches' power, they have to trade their soul. Oh, uh, probably. Oh, and also, like, there's almost nothing left. There was literally... Oh, I guess he got exploded, he came too, back. though. He yeah. came back just fine. He came back, like, immediately. He was like, man, I got him! I got him, yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, you just opened the gate to hell. It's like, well, how was I supposed to know that was going to happen? <laughs> you killed one fucking witch. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. They fight the witches and they win. The Well, uh, one of the pizza, pla- uh, pizza place employees was a traitor. She's waiting in the car and uh, the witch has a, uh, a battle with uh, Astrid and Dex, Dex the werewolf. I'm conflicted on how I feel about like uh, his costume. What do you mean, werewolf? like his, his werewolf makeup? Yeah, yeah. I I, I was yeah, glad that okay. it was actually 
something. A, a thing instead of like CG over top of him. Yeah, and also that they didn't just go. But his eyes aren't lined up right. <laughs> yeah, it's... and that really bothered me. <laughs> it was a little lame, like Halloween masky, a little bit. It wasn't terrible. I wonder what the budget was for this movie. I mean, it had to be pretty pretty thin considering how like it had no promotion. I had literally never heard of it. I just saw it on on fucking Amazon Prime. Yeah, no, I don't see anything on IMDb about the budget. Yeah, that's a good sign that it was probably pretty small. So he's werewolf fighting, and then the uh, the rookie cop is the one that shoots the witch dead, thus saving our our hero from having to <laughs> kill to the actually witch. do murder. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think don't the doesn't Paul Shear and Joe open up a ghost pizza restaurant? Yeah. 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 What's the the last scene of the uh, of the movie is a really poorly recorded commercial where all the where now the employees are still running pizza, and the only person who's not a ghost is fucking Dax because he's he's a werewolf. Everyone else is just like it's the old employees, but now there's just ghost pizza, which begs the question: like, why the fuck would you deliver pizza? Or care about pizza, or do anything if you couldn't eat it, or earn money for anything. Why would you ever stop using drugs if you were dead and they had no consequence anymore? Well, fucking... Um, if it's not going to kill you to do heroin, guy, why not? The guy that gets killed <laughs> at the very beginning, when Astrid's trying to find her ex-boyfriend, like, he's doing some sort of, like, ghost drugs in the alley with the other ghosts. Ghost drugs. And also, like, what... what <laughs> they, ghost drugs! He, he said he was still doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm 100% correct on this. I know. Funny. I, mean, I just thought it was funny when you call them ghosts. But there's drugs. no reason to clean up. Yeah. Well, You're not going to die from it. They're also, <laughs> like, they're like, kind of not ghosts in this. Like, they're, like, they're almost still, like, it really is just a limitation of the fact they can't make everyone translucent and pass through objects. But, like, they still have to, like, interact with doors and, like, take up physical space. So they're, like, they're not quite zombies. They're just kind of, like, this weird, they're, like, just undead. That's like, kind of it. But they just call them ghosts as a catch-all, and it's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it works for me. Did you guys see the uh, the promotional posters they did for this movie? Where No, but if there's anything like the cover for, for this, it's on IMDb, I'm sure it's awesome. I, I, I remember seeing a couple of them that uh, they took existing pizza franchises and like uh, altered them to to match the movie. I'm trying to find them. Well, there oh, is yeah, Slice, one. Pizza Hut, Dead in 30 Minutes or Less, Domino's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's a Little Caesars also. Little Caesar. <laughs> I really like the Little Caesar one where he is just... Decapitated. No head at all. And Caesar without a head. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I thought this movie was good. It definitely wasn't... Uh... I mean, it's a fe- it's a first-time feature director. Yeah. yeah. He, he's done a couple of uh, videos with Chance Rapper, but uh, it's like, I'd be willing to watch another one of his Yeah, videos. for sure. Oh, oh for definitely. Sure. Like, like, stuff we're talking about, like... There's there's a lot of like the movie kind of stumbles around and things like that, but like just kind of talking about it, like doesn't really do any justice. And it's just kind of like you know off the premise of just like pizza de- pizza delivery man gets killed in a town full of ghosts. Local witches try to you know open the portal to hell. Like if I tell you that <laughs> and you're not immediately sold and want to watch it, it's not for you. Yeah, but it, it's it's good. It's funny. I enjoyed it. It's really a damn shame. Yeah, I, that it I has such low ratings. This being. Spoiled. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have any bearing on whether it's worth a watch or not. Because yeah. it's basically just a comedy. You want to get the jokes. Yeah, for sure. And that's it. It's, it's like a fairly long comedy special with just a lot of just variety of uh, comedians going on. Steven? Like, All right, so diggity scale. Okay, so 
obviously, we'll we'll start with let's start with Slice because we just talked about it. It's definitely hot diggity. 2018, yeah. freshly made pizza movie, if you will. I'm gonna go ahead and say, on the high end of a fair amount of diggity. I'd give it. I, I don't know. I guess it. I guess it's just really a, a hard hard line. Probably just enough, maybe at at the at, at very best, the low end. Same. Cheats. Mm. <laughs> I kind of want to give it an overwhelming surplus, honestly. Well, really? okay. There you go. Like, I'm I'm not saying that because like. It's like an excellent movie because it has its mistakes. We pointed it out, but it's just like I enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah, we we could tell because on the chat, Cheats was like every five minutes was like, "Holy shit, fucking Hannibal Burris is in this!" Or like, "Holy fucking shit, I can't He's believe in this it is happening." <laughs> it doesn't matter. I typed it in for that one second, and I was I was, like, I was yeah. disappointed when he didn't come yeah, back. Yeah, I but, was too. <laughs> but like, whenever like Chris Chris Parnell came in and then stayed in, I was just like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, him being in this is a huge fucking get, as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, also uh, Paul Shear to a lesser extent, but like he gets work too. Yeah, I like um, Paul Shear a lot. Yeah, Stephen. Uh, I'd say probably middle to high of fair amount. Yeah, see. We're pretty much all right in there. Cheats, Cheats really had a fucking blast with this, but I think that's mostly because you just thought it was going to be garbage. Like, Could be. I don't think so. And the only reason I say that is because I had no idea this movie existed until you brought it up. And like I saw the cover, I'm just like, man, this looks cool. And like I started watching it. And like you said, like, <laughs> that's, I, exactly, cool. what, that's yeah. exactly what I did. I was just like, this looks fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Slice? Like, it's about pizza? Come on. Yeah. Bring it on. Yep. Good movie. So, Shrooms. Hardly any. Ugh. I'll give it slight just because it's a competent it, movie it, making. It feels like it's ish. The things that they made were done well enough. I don't think they should have done everything <clears throat> that they made. <laughs> yeah, they could have definitely removed either the haunted ch- child school or the fucking <laughs> rapist hillbillies yeah. or um or all of the above and just had like the tripping murder part. <laughs> if just she could just imagine any monster you know? And the thing is, like, one of the best parts, like D-Hart said, is the cow part, where he's, like, tripping so hard that he thinks the cow's talking. But Maybe, that's a, that, maybe if it actually was a comedy, that would be something. Yeah, the thing is, like, that's the most out-of-place thing in the whole movie. Like, that doesn't go at all in the movie. But it's definitely the best part. They should have just made the cow the murderer. Yeah, the cow should have ended up being the bad guy. For sure. It would have made a lot of sense, Steve. It's going to hardly any to me. Yeah, hardly any for me as well. I, they, uh, I might be convinced of a slight rise, but my gut tells me this movie is garbage and I hate it. So the cow could be the mooder. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are absolutely getting that shit because I, there've only been like two or three puns. This I'm episode. a little disappointed that you didn't mooder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he was, like, really considering it, and it was just like, I'll just do the, the more You're just reserved, gonna phone it in instead. reserved version. Yeah, I'm not really sure that counts as a pun, as it's just a really it just... It is a pun, yeah. Eh, yeah. Uh, if the cow was the murderer, he would be utterly malicious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gonna try to milk it for the rest of the puns? No! Oh! Hey! Kill him, they'd have, to put, they'd have to put a stake through his heart. Oh. Oh, God damn it. It's true. That's the connection. Cows. Cheese. I think we're all on the same page that uh, we liked Slice better. Yeah. Than yes. Cheese. And thank goodness we do two movies now, so there's a chance 
the, the other one will not be a total piece of garbage. <laughs> All right. Well, I have one piece of feedback, and it's an aggressive piece, so I just wanted to go ahead and warn you guys ahead. Of I'm sure All it's right. Joel Mingle. It, it's not. Yeah, it is not Joel Mingle. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. This then is the it's person we yelled at about uh, unsubscribing to their podcast <laughs> because they complimented us. <laughs> <laughs> this is a text I got Friday at 2.03 a.m. from Sean Moriarty. Ooh. Damn. He says... Goddamn cheats. Okay. Here we go. I am in a hotel in New Orleans, and I landed on Resident Evil Afterlife. (laughs) I never saw past two, but now your bitter hatred makes sense. Because of MPM, I want to turn it off, but I can't look away. (laughs) Fuck these movies, and fuck cheats. He is bad, and he should feel bad. (laughs) Yes. I want it read aloud... That this dickless appendage that happens to, unfortunately, growing out of an overworked, underappreciated Nintendo DS (laughs) is responsible for this. God, these movies suck baby dicks in public. Why? Because that may be the worst thing to happen and be seen in public. Cheats taste in movies is equivalent to one of the worst acts on the planet. And in this case, the baby is related to the sucker, which makes it worse. God damn, still on the dick sucking. Cheats plus Resident Evil equals extreme infant incest. Also, tell him I said you're welcome for also naming your new shitty band Extreme Infant Incest. Sean, <laughs> wait until you get to the fourth one. That's when it really kicks into gear. Wait, which one was after? Like, if, if you make fun of the Resident Evil movies, you have to, you got to know that you're making fun of D-Hard a little bit because he clearly he loves, loves them. them. Why do you love these so much? Like, every time anybody says anything bad about them, he's like, but wait, though, there's a reason. And we're just like, God damn it, D-Hart. To be fair, it's almost like D-Hart's been sucked into a cult. Uh, he said it's basically like a religion for him now. Yes, you did I do, say that. I do blame Cheats for uh, dragging me into this. <laughs> but I think it, it's it, they're batshit enough, and they, they hold together well enough, <laughs> I, that there are of some value. So Sean did say Afterlife was the one he was watching, so isn't that the fourth one? That's the fourth one. Oh, is it? It is. Oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but... Apparently... They all have some arbitrary name that we don't fucking understand. So I listened to the most recent episode of the show, knowing that I wasn't going to be on it, except for just the recording. And d like, spoiler alert, there is a fucking giant wave of Alice's. <laughs> what the fuck? See, I told you, they're... They just lose their minds. These, the... These movies are the work of madmen. <laughs> and it's our duty to see them. <laughs> I totally agree. Like after after learning that there is indeed a swarm of Alice's, I am a hundred percent on board from now on. That is the most ridiculous shit I have it ever heard. It doesn't last long, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it fucking yeah. happened. Yeah, they thought the thing that you thought could never happen. They did. It's, they're like, <laughs> I bet people would think, oh, look at all these Alice's. There's no way she just turns all these on and just swarms the fucking base. Then that movie should have been called Acronym Alice. Once you come up with what that acronym stands for, then you can start making up that movie title. <laughs> but I, I think it's gonna be pretty difficult to what uh, anatomically. Loose. Wait, wait, where are you going with this? In, what? What? I was spelling out Alice. I know, but anatomically loose. <laughs> she didn't let me finish. I thought you were describing cheats as a butthole. Nah. <laughs> we gotta end this shit. Alright guys, if you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, or pretty much anywhere else that you look for podcasts. 
You can also find us on unitedcipher.com where we have some other podcasts that are currently running like the Curly Mustache Podcast and Music Video Countdown. Uh, if you want to check out some old podcasts that we have, you can listen to Talks Over Games, The Fallout Forecast, or The Anime Alphabet. Um, if you want to hit us up with some feedback, you can find us on Twitter at MPM Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown or on Facebook. If you send us some feedback, we will address it on the show, no matter how aggressive towards cheats it is. If anything, it makes it more likely. If you want to check out some podcasts <laughs> that we listen to on the regular, you can check out Nerdonomy, uh, The Whiskey Reel, Sean vs. Wild, uh, Sorry to Waste Your Time, and uh, Code Yellow, a Scare Actors podcast. And with that being said, I've been one of your hosts, Stephen Rose Rosenberg. Bill the Kill Collins, Chiefs the Streets with me, Andy Hart. And we'll see you next time. Italian.